0: Hey, Dennis. Hey, Mark. You a dummy? Yeah, probably. Probably you are. Are you a puppet kind of dummy? No. Like one of those, like somebody else is speaking out of your mouth? Oh, God,
1: no, never. I'm just a regular stupid dummy. Who do you speak for?
0: Me and myself and I. And it's just you speaking. Right. Right. Same with you, right? For both of us. Right. We don't speak on behalf of others.
1: No. They're not telling us what to say. Huge sums of money for that particular purpose. Sure. But right now, we're not. We're, we're not. Just, we're just and, like two guys talking. And we're not giving legal advice. Ever. Well, again, unless you pay us large sums of money, but certainly not on this podcast.
0: Hostile work environment. Exactly.
1: Hey, an appropriate workplace topic. Hostile work environment.
0: Shut up. I'm the human resources director. Little Miss Hostile work environment.
1: Welcome back to the hostile work environment. Woohoo! It's been a long, long time. How Party. you doing, Mark?
0: I'm good. Just good. Not fantastic. I'm I'm great. You're great.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been a pretty eventful week, would you not say?
0: Yes, though as when we this, record this. Yes, though when by the time this is recorded, who knows what else? Or by the time this airs, recorded. By the time this airs, who knows what else will have happened because this will actually come out. A week later.
1: Than yeah. That. This has been a week of flippers and leakers. Flippers and leakers and peckers. And peckers. And. And fixers. Fixers. And today a CFO.
0: I saw that too. Um, a leaky and a CFO has flipped. CFO, yes. Yeah. Of the Trump organization.
1: So by the time you're hearing this, God only knows what has happened. Probably it'll have something to do with Martians having landed. At the rate we're going.
0: Right. I mean, it's not outside of the realm of the possible. No. I mean, if you had written the story of the last like 18 months, would you believe it? Right. I'd like, it would be, it would not be bought because people would be like, yeah, that, no, right. that's not, that's re- not, it's not realistic enough that I, I mean, it's just so absurd. That,
1: no, like, but, but if, I do
0: buy lots of books with aliens in them. So like, what's yeah. more or less realistic? You know? No,
1: if we, if we went back in time, like four years, And got a meeting with, say, like Jeffrey Katzenberg to pitch our feature film about how Donald Trump becomes president. And then like his criminal enterprise gets unraveled. We'd be laughed out of the Disney studios. Right. And yet here we are. Awesome. Kind of. Sure. (laughs) Uh, So I understand you've got. A unique topic. I don't yeah. know what it is. You you just promised it's not one that we've talked about before. Yeah,
0: no, I have a topic. I don't so that, like I've told that, you. That, I, that I the only,
1: farting and strippers. It does no so. farting
0: and no strippers, and it's not funny.
1: Oh, so I apologize for that in advance. Is it like a super downer? Am I going to have to like put yakety sacks over this? Or? You
0: might. Well, but it's an important issue. It's not an interesting or super complicated legal issue, but it's one okay. that we haven't talked about, and I'm wondering if there's some dialogue that we should have after I tell you these two okay. stories. So,
1: so thank you for tuning in to this very special episode of the Hostile Work Environment with Mark and Dennis.
0: Do, 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 do. Yeah. Anyway, please All continue. Right. So, I'm gonna go. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about a state that we haven't. I don't think we have focused on yet. So, not Anna, Florida, not Wyoming, not Wyoming, not California. Um, we are going to talk about South Carolina. I have two stories out of South Carolina. This can't be good. And they're not good. And <laughs> my, right. my preface for this is what the hell is going on in South Carolina? Except I don't think it's just South Carolina. And that's okay. what I want to talk about. All right.
1: Year. I'm going to withhold judgment on South Carolina. until. All I right. So stories. I've got
0: two stories to tell you. Uh, the first is from an article uh, that came out. Um, really just a stub article, you know, where it's the same article that gets picked up by like, right. you know, it's like one AP thing and everybody else and it's just like copies one
1: paragraph it and everybody copies one. it word
0: for word. So I was trying to find more information and I found like 80 versions of the exact same five paragraphs. I know how that goes. So, um, this is about, uh, a guy named Adel. Adel. Uh. Is his last
1: name Vice?
0: No, Mansoor.
1: Okay. Adel Mansoor.
0: Uh, he runs Tuscanini's restaurant in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina.
1: Which I hear is a lovely place. Myrtle Beach, not the restaurant. Oh yeah, I was like, have you been to that restaurant?
0: No. I don't think I've ever been there to the restaurant or to Myrtle Beach. I've been to South Carolina. I have been, I've driven through South Carolina. Don't, I haven't spent much time there. Anyway, um, Vic, whose name we don't actually know, it's just short for victim. Uh oh, um, was an employee of the restaurant. Okay, and he went to the restaurant to talk to Adel, um, who is he manages and owns it. And Vic went to talk to him about uh, it was uh, in the evening, uh, like late in the evening, like around closing time. Uh, went to just talk to Adel about the fact that he had not been paid for ninety four hours of work that he had done.
1: Not a small amount of unpaid work.
0: Um he's saying he was supposed to be paid $9 per hour. I don't know if all of that work was done in the same week or pay period. So I don't know if there's an overtime issue here or not, but he said he had not been paid for 94 hours that he worked. Uh, During the discussion between Adel and Vic, Vic um, Adel got mad. He did not like that Vic was coming and bringing this to his attention. Hmm. And went inside the restaurant and came back outside with a club.
1: A club?
0: Yes. Adel then hit Vic once on his left arm and multiple times on the back. Hmm. Vic had fresh bruises on his elbow and back, uh, but did not need to go to the hospital. This was all confirmed by a city camera, which had a great view of the entire altercation. Oh, great. And now Adel has been charged with third degree assault and battery. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's not how I advise clients to deal with an unpaid wage issue. I, Are there other issues you advise them to deal with that way? Um, <laughs> you know, if you're dealing with a large fish that you've just caught that's flopping around in the boat, then I think that
0: method is appropriate. Do you advise clients on how to deal with their flopping fish?
1: Um, I have not yet, but if <laughs> um, I if I had it, to give advice on that situation, then I think clubbing is one appropriate approach.
0: Okay, I'm going to read you another story. But
1: I've never advised an employment law client to club an employee. Let's just let's, let's just, just be
0: clear. Just be clear about that.
1: I approve of you not doing that. Thank you. Glad to know we're on the same page.
0: Yes. On this very controversial issue. I mean,
1: there are some things that I'm OK disagreeing with you on. But clubbing, I think you and I should probably try and,
0: you know, come to a common approach on. Agreed. Um, I'm going to redo a story, second story. This one is out of Conway, South Carolina. I'm not familiar with Conway. I don't know exactly where it is. I'm sure I could Google it, but I'm, I'm not going with to Tim right now. I'm familiar with Conway. Fair
1: enough. Great comedic actor. Right. Although you, but, you can't watch that Dorf on golf crap; it's terrible. <laughs> but on the Carol Burnett show, pure gold. Fair enough.
0: All right. Um, this is about Bobby and John. John, okay. not Vic. It. John is also identified as the Vic. Okay. Bobby, being not the Vic. Okay. Is it Billy Joe Jim Bob or? Bobby Paul Edwards. Bobby Paul. 53. Managed a restaurant in Conway um, where John had worked since he was 12 years old. Uh, John has been diagnosed with uh, some form of mental challenge. Um, so he's not, even as he moves into adulthood, he is not kind of capable of taking care of himself. Okay. Okay. Um, but he is capable of working in the restaurant. Right. Which he's been doing for years. Um, John reports that he really liked this job until Bobby, who was the brother of the owner of the restaurant, uh, started physically abusing him back in 2010. Hmm. Uh There's evidence to support um, allegations that... Uh, Bobby would beat John with a belt, choke him, slap him, uh, and even punched him with a closed fist. Jeez. Um, And once Bobby had begun uh, managing the restaurant back in 2009, he increased uh, John's duties, required him to work more than 100 hours a week, um, and stopped paying him, And began using violence, threats, isolation, and intimidation to compel him to work. Uh, Quote, John says, he would beat me with belts and all that. He'd take the tongs to the grease and put it on my neck. Grease. And he had scars on his back from the time he was allegedly burned with hot tongs. Wow. And the doctor's assessments in the criminal proceedings um, confirmed the scars related to that. Wow. Bobby also subjected John, uh, who's African American, to abusive language, racial epithets, threats, and other acts of violence. Uh, the authorities removed John from the restaurant in October 2014 after receiving complaints about the abuse. Okay, they didn't remove Bobby. They took. They got John out. They of got the, John out, out of, of the bad situation. Um, I'm just going to read kind of straight out for a lot of the rest of this, but uh, the police report shows. Um, that in fact, on October 10th of 2014, this is a little bit older of an mm. article. Conway police assisted the agency uh, in removing Smith from the property, and was taken. He was taken to an undisclosed location for his safety. Um, at the time that this article came out, which is what I found, where I found it, Bobby pled guilty to one charge of forced labor. Aha. Human trafficking through forced labor can happen on farms, in homes, and as today's case shows in public places such as restaurants, said Acting Assistant Attorney General John Gore. Bobby abused an African-American man with intellectual disabilities by coercing him to work long hours in a restaurant without pay. Combating human trafficking by forced labor is one of the highest priorities of this Justice Department, and today's guilty plea reflects our commitment to seeking justice on behalf of victims of human trafficking." This defendant abused a vulnerable victim uh, and today's guilty plea holds the defendant responsible for his criminal acts at U.S. Attorney Sherry Lydon for the District of South Carolina. Um, it then says that he faces a maximum of 20 years in prison for forced labor, uh, $250,000 maximum fine and mandatory restitution to the victim. Uh, and as of the time that I saw this article or that this article came out, they had not sentenced him yet. Um, so... Wow. These are two stories of what I'm effectually going to call employment slavery.
1: It sure sounds like it.
0: And I've heard other stories like that. So have I. Um, I've actually heard a rash of them recently. And some of them older and from here in Portland, I even recall some. Certain Thai restaurant, if I recall. Um, That's no longer. Yeah. So. That was in the news here. It was in the news here. So. How big of a problem is this?
1: Well, I've like I said, I've seen a rash of this rate lately. And while our South Carolina stories may have a different basis, a lot of the ones that I have seen and the one that you referred to here in Portland have involved immigrants and Correct. employers, immigrants with or without work authorization and employers who have taken advantage of their Immigration status, they're they're the fact that they are immigrants and subject to either having a visa revoked or being deported back to their home countries, and use that as a basis to essentially enslave them and make them work in completely reprehensible, deplorable situ- conditions, situations,
0: situations they can't get
1: yeah,
0: out of. Awful. What can we all do? to call more attention to it. I mean, we're doing that kind of through the podcast and we're talking right. about it right now. It's 42 episodes or 43 episodes in. Yeah. And we've never talked about it before, which... You would think in 2018 you would not have to call out slavery as a problem in the United States. And yet I just found two cases just kind of flipping through yeah, from the same state over the course of a year or two. Right. And I don't have a good sense of how much of a problem that is in employment... It certainly isn't something that I encounter on a daily basis through my client work, or when I was having client work. That right. So, but is this is this out there? How can we call more attention to it, and what can we do? Do you have? I mean, I don't have any deep thoughts about it, but I was reading this, and I'm like, we should talk about it. Yeah, I think we should. um, There, I think there are interesting stories of power dynamics and individuals who don't have the capacity. Right, or the ability to get themselves out of the circumstances that they're in. And there's very little that those individuals can do to get out of it and may not have the wherewithal or may take risk, especially if they're illegal, or right. Yeah. By exposing the abuse. I am going to sorry, I don't like using the word illegal that I should say undocumented.
1: Right. I am going to just make an assumption for the purpose of this podcast that nobody listening to this engages in that type of horse crap. Okay, I would make the same assumption. So what we're really talking about is what do we as good people who don't enslave others do about a situation where we think that might be
0: happening or going on? right? Or how do we... See the signs of it a little more clearly I mean is it in front of us and we're not seeing it Or is it really Really under the radar and I I don't know like I I read this and I'm like What have I missed this Yeah Um,
1: I know Only because I learned about it after the fact That I have been A patron at two Restaurants that employed Slave labor One in this country one in Sweden Okay. And they were both restaurants I ate at multiple times. Right. And as a patron of both restaurants, I don't know that I could have seen the warning signs. Yeah. Most of the people that were enslaved at those two establishments were the um, kitchen
0: staff. Kitchen staff. staff, Not 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 the front of house. Not the waiters or waitresses. No. So... Yeah, it's hard. And I found myself a little frustrated thinking about this, that it's happening plenty, a little helpless yeah. about doing anything about it. But yeah. I, you know, I just as, – as HR professionals and employment lawyers and those listening to the podcast, it's simply a, just an opportunity to put the issue back out in front of all of us and say, look for it. If you see it, do something about it. I'm sure most of our listeners would. And I feel like you and I would if we had information or evidence related to it. But certainly – this is a significant employment issue. Even the fact that it happens once is a significant employment issue. It's
1: a significant societal issue.
0: Right. And there's the broader conversation around human trafficking, which, which is way beyond the scope of of this podcast. Oh, and, how tr- and, to- totally and true. Our, we, we could devote expertise. an entire
1: podcast and we would get human rights lawyers to talk about right, it. Right, to come on and talk. And the two of
0: us would shut up and just listen. Right,
1: Where I think... What Where I think we have a role to play in this is us as lawyers, others as HR professionals, others as managers, is make, one, making sure that that's not happening in one of the places of business that we work at or do business with.
0: Right. Or represent or any of that.
1: Right. Because, I mean, while I don't think any of our listeners would ever perpetrate that kind of stuff, somebody in your company might. Right. You know, I could imagine a case where some middle manager down the road decides like, oh, I know how to cut my departmental costs.
0: Right. Right. And engages in something like that. Especially in multi-unit kinds of companies where there's not an immediate oversight or in franchise businesses. Right. So those would be areas that I'd be looking a little more closely.
1: And I would be concerned from a liability standpoint, not as not as though that's the only standpoint to be concerned about here. But I'd be concerned from a liability standpoint if something that I was affiliated with was engaging in that. Yeah. Like one of the areas where this actually does happen frequently and that I've read about lately is in the agricultural business. Mm hmm. In the United States, a lot of agricultural work is done by people from other countries, sometimes documented, sometimes not. And when you are having undocumented workers working on an agricultural site, um, they could be subject to a scheme like this. By a manager or a boss who threatens them with deportation if right. they insist on the things like you know, wages and overtime and food. So what if you're the restaurant who contracts with one of those agricultural establishments? Even if you're not engaging in trafficking, you could theoretically be held liable for that. Depending on the relationship you have with that agricultural establishment. How much you knew or should have known. And, you know, how close your business ties are. Um, From a pure publicity standpoint, can you imagine if, like, you know, one of our local... We're in Portland. We have several sort of, you know, high-profile restaurants that everybody just loves. I don't want to call anybody out because I don't want anybody to think that this happens. But, you know, a lot of them love to advertise the fact that they have locally sourced products. Yep you know what if one of the you know the tomato supplier to a local burger chain was found to be engaging in human trafficking from a local farm or oh my producer. god the the
0: fallout from that would be just it would be huge but you don't hear about it that much you don't hear about astronomical fallout all that much around here so is it that it's not being noticed or is it that it maybe it's just not maybe it's not as much as as i fear it is
1: I suspect there's more of it going on than you're aware of.
0: Oh, I'm well, I'm 100% sure that there's more of it going on than I'm aware of. Because you thought there was zero. Well, I didn't think there was zero, but I'm aware of zero. Right. Outside of the articles that I've just been reading. And yet
1: we keep getting every now and then some article about somebody being busted. And it's, you know, somebody brought up a bunch of people who are not documented to work here and exploited them.
0: But it's not big in the news.
1: And maybe it should be bigger.
0: That's what I'm saying. Anyway, consider this a, uh, a, a minor PSA from us on the issue, um, and it's one that we should all be looking out for. There's no complicated legal issue here. It's just bad, morally, legally. It's not okay. No,
1: it's not. Slavery,
0: um, slavery, still bad. Yes, that deep cuts from Dennis. Yeah. We'll be right back.
1: Well, that was an uplifting segment, Mark. Thanks for bringing that in. I'm here to bring the laughter. Yeah. Um, I'd love to be able to say that I'm going to bring in you know, lighthearted stuff about farting and strippers, but I'm not. But I am going to talk about somebody who got fired for drinking orange juice. Have oh. you heard about this
0: one? I don't think I have. This one kind of, it's been circulating through the news media the last couple of weeks. Interesting. Yeah, no, uh, you had said, you I, you thought maybe I'd have heard of it, but I, I, I read it. I Maybe maybe it'll trigger something, but I feel like I'd remember that. So this is a case coming out of the great state of Tennessee. All right.
1: Lots of great things coming out of have Tennessee. we done Tennessee? I'm not sure we've had a Tennessee case, but, mm-hmm. you know, they've got country music, moonshine. Dolly World. Dolly Oh Dolly World I once drove through Tennessee and stopped at a restaurant owned by Loretta Lynn Oh it was terrible Okay total greasy spoon dive Um Anyway Tennessee Tennessee <laughs> Have you ever heard of a place called
0: Dollar General
1: Yeah Oh good tell us
0: what dollar General is it's a dollar really store no it's a dollar store did right? you know that I, I worked in a dollar store once I, no you worked at a dollar store yeah my first one of my first jobs I, I actually it was a crazy summer yeah and I it was the summer between high school and college and I got two jobs because I was trying to you know just make some money before I went to college and my morning job every morning from eight I think it was like eight till one I worked at uh, dollar Express dollar express and you know first i they just had me stocking shelves, so 425 an hour um stocking the shelves yeah and then they determined that maybe i had a little more acuity than some and so i was <laughs> permitted to run the cashier oh and i tell people that story and they always they're always like well that must be the easiest job ever being the cashier at the dollar store, one dollar. Except it's not. Why not? So, the dollar store because of because of that perception of how easy it is, right? Yeah. There's no scanner. You don't scan the thing, and it tells you it's a dollar. No. Right? I would assume not. But this was in Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania okay. had a six percent sales tax. Oh. And certain items were taxed and certain items were taxed. Oh, weren't geez, text. right. And most of the time they were pretty obvious, but sometimes they're like right on kind of like a fuzzy line. I don't know. So right, I like just, food's not. Food's not, clothes is not. Yeah. But what about like novelty? Toys are. To- toys are. But what are like about like what a, a novelty toy that is is a clo- an item of clothing? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, this is long before Frozen, but what about like your Anna and Elsa like hair extenders? Oh, yeah. Is that clothing? Is it not clothing? I, right? I don't know. So, Right. So and nobody told us this. So it was just I just guess. So, so it would be either a dollar. So I had two up. buttons. I had a dollar <laughs> and I had a dollar six. And I oh. I had to hit like tax or no tax. Yeah. Right. But then it got more complicated than that. Have you been to the dollar store lately? No. Not everything at the dollar store is a dollar. What? False advertising. Somebody because should some things are two for a dollar. Oh geez. And some things are three for a dollar, and some things are eight for a dollar, and some things are. Oh, good God. Well, what $1? if I only
1: want four of
0: them? You can't do that. I actually have a great story about that. You like, actually have to buy eight. Like there was, there was a two for a dollar like little pastry thing. And I remember this guy came. He was a friend of one of my coworkers. And he's
1: like, I only and want one. Here's 50 cents. I only want cents.
0: one. Here's 50 cents. And I'm like, I can't do that.
1: You're like, get out of here. Because there's no and button for 50 cents. Well,
0: there's no button for 50 cents. It doesn't matter. I would have been fired if they had caught me doing that. Fired for yep. 50 so, cents? Well, not over the money. Over the, we have a policy. Everything has to cost a dollar wow and so i i was just like i can't do it and he's he started getting upset and like yelling at me and then he wanted to c- talk to my manager and i'm like sure i call the manager over and he starts talking to the guy and i meanwhile i'm able to check out like a few more people from the line of like 50 people i've got now like, yeah while i've been arguing with this guy <laughs> and finally like they the, the 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 my boss was like oh well like I'm done with you and walks away and leaves me to hand like. Oh, and he starts arguing with me again. I'm like, look, look, I have a line of people. Why don't you be here. It's free. Go. Well, yeah, that would have got me fired too. Oh, um, ends up he throws the fruit thingy at me. <gasps> Did and he hit? leaves and runs out of the store like crying. He's like a teenager. No. I, I don't know, crying like it was. It was <laughs> it was an emotional experience for him. <laughs> And oh, god. like four hours later, like at the end of my shift, yeah, he quietly comes through the line. He buys two for a dollar. Oh my god! But I constantly did, were you like
1: in your face?
0: No, no, I just let it go. Okay, you know, you're you're a bigger man. I'm than professional, I. right? But I'd constantly get into arguments with customers because there'd be signs out in the store about like, you know, like um like aluminum baking pans. Yeah, you are know, like not aluminum. Um, you know, like a, a foil. Yeah, right? it's aluminum foil. Aluminum foil, foil. Yeah. thank you, yeah. Aluminum foil baking pans, they come in stacks, right? Sets. Right. Of like, but like you, you like it might stay on it like six for a dollar. But you only so need one. So then the person one. takes out six and gives me, right? And I'm just assuming that they're doing the right number because I can't remember if oh, it's six yeah. for a dollar or seven for a dollar. And like sometimes like, like I'd be wrong and, and. I don't know. Anyway, I'd get into arguments with with customers about it and I'd make mistakes all the time because I had no idea how many was what for a dollar. Wow. So, I have a lot of experience with the dollar store? I never knew this about you, Mark. I I now
1: have a completely different idea of what the younger Mark
0: was was all about. Well, you so I did Did that. you wear an apron? When I was stocking, I had to wear an apron. Yeah.
1: Oh, but when at you move the, up to Well, the cashier, management. maybe
0: I did, maybe I didn't. I don't remember. Management was not management. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so I did that and then I'd go home for like three or four hours. Yeah. And then I'd go back to my second job, which was doing telemarketing research calls.
1: Oh my god, I'm so for sorry. from
0: five until ten at night. Wow. Um and every day, back and forth twice. Um you, and I don't you may know have which had was the two worst jobs possible. But that that second job paid me six twenty five an hour.
1: not and bad money.
0: It was for the time. Yeah, it was decent money. Helped me yeah. help me put down some money on a car. You know, like, well, good. I'm glad for the next good year for my second of year of college. But anyway, and you got yeah. some good stories. Absolutely. Well, that little segue
1: helped us establish a very important point. Okay. Dollar stores will fire people
0: for stupid crap. Oh yeah, it happened all the time. So, I made it through the summer, but a lot of people didn't. Dollar
1: General in Tennessee fired somebody for some stupid crap. Okay. Here's what they did so they had a cashier. Her name is Linda Atkins. Linda happens to be disabled. Her disability is that she has diabetes. Okay. And every now and then she will have low blood sugar. And become sure. hypoglycemic. Yes. In that case, she needs to drink orange juice. That will help level out her blood sugar. Understandable. Sadly, Dollar General had a very strict policy of no orange juice at the cashier station.
0: Well, if it makes a uh, few spells and makes a mess, it gets sticky. Yeah, then
1: that like dollar key on the cash... Register would stick work and you, know, and you can't just it'd be terrible. It. Like the world would come to an end. Clearly. I'm, so, I am with them on this policy. Well, they told Linda no orange juice Clear. there. Okay. So Linda managed to get through three years as a dollar general employee She was promoted to a position of lead sales associate. Did you ever make
0: it to lead sales associate? No, I mean, I made it there for about 12
1: weeks. Okay, well, Linda totally outranked you. Um, She was doing well. Except at one point in 2012, she had an episode of low blood sugar and it became an emergency. So she went to the store cooler and got out an OJ.
0: The store cooler being like the cooler of drinks that are for sale.
1: Right. And she had the unmitigated gall of drinking it immediately. Before she paid for it. Before she paid for it. Ooh. That violated Dollar General's very, very strict no grazing policy. I always love the term no grazing. grazing. Grazing, for those of you who have not worked in retail, yeah. is the habit that some employees have of going through and taking some stuff off the shelf and popping it in their mouth without paying for it. And having represented the occasional retail store, they do take that very seriously. Yeah,
0: I mean, understandably. Now, in this case, but there may, usually it's probably not an ADA issue. It's usually not an ADA issue.
1: In this case, they didn't wait for Linda to have an opportunity to fish a buck 69. Now how it came to a buck 69, I do not know. Okay, what? But the dollar OJ store. was a dollar worth $1. sixty-nine. $1.69. Maybe the tax in Tennessee is 69 really cents high. of tax. I don't no, know. No, that's... doesn't make any sense. Maybe on a buck 50. Maybe it was the dollar fifty general. I don't know. Buck fifty general. But she owed him a buck sixty nine. But they didn't wait for her to be
0: able to fish that out of her purse. They just fired her. Saying, and she had previously let them know of her disability. Oh yeah,
1: she's like, I want to be able to drink OJ at the cashier station. They said, Oh hell no.
0: And they, but she told them why. Oh yeah. Okay. and they're,
1: they're like, we don't care.
0: Okay. I mean, not. Okay. It's our
1: policy. It's the rules. I believe they said, this isn't nom, there are rules. <laughs> I believe that's exactly how they phrased it. So
0: they fired her, and guess what she did next? Um, either sued or brought a charge.
1: Or both. She uh-huh. went to the EEOC, filed a charge. The EEOC sued on her behalf. Yeah, that sounds she, like a good one
0: for them to take up.
1: Yeah. She won $250,000 in, in damages. At trial? At trial. And her lawyers got $445,000.
0: So, so what, I'm
1: thinking that she probably had her own
0: lawyers plus the EEOC. Right. I'm trying to figure out here. I mean, it sounds like absolutely the right, you know, outcome in terms of her prevailing on her claim. But what was Dollar General thinking even after they fired her and they brought the claim to not try to settle this out Are right you away?
1: Morons. Maybe they hired like the Dollar Law Firm. Oh. Uh, like our legal fee? $1. <laughs> <laughs> and they got what they paid for. Here was the argument they made. They we, said, look. We make our money by taking one million cases every y- year. Yeah. it's yeah, How do we make our money? Volume. Volume. So <laughs> Dollar General had an argument that I want to explore with you. And they said, look, she might be entitled to an accommodation, but she's not a com- entitled to the accommodation of her choice. We have a rule that says no orange juice at the cash register. She could have had glucose tablets at the cash register. We offered that as an accommodation, but she chose not to use it.
0: Eh. Yeah. Eh. Is it going
1: to kill you to let her drink an OJ?
0: Well, and and in the moment, it was an you know, emergent or borderline emergent situation. Yeah, she, so what kind of human being are you? A like, pretty crappy one. Like even if they make that argument and even if there's some merit to it, and I'm not saying it's the stupidest argument I've ever heard. No, it's from not, a legal standpoint, right, they're actually, actually right. Like you, okay, you like you got me to think about it for a second. No jury's going to say, right? Like yeah. they might they'll they have their instructions, but I just I don't think that they're going to look at that and be like, like yeah, we're going to side with you. Well, the
1: jury did not side with Dollar General, right? No, that's what I'm saying. And nor did the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals.
0: Oh, So that legal argument did
1: not that did, went up to the Sixth Circuit. And they said, look, it's nice that there were those other types of accommodations, but you failed to adequately explore them with the
0: employee. So, okay, so there's no evidence that they said this is what we want you to do. What they said is it
1: looks like you told her no orange juice, but you can have like candy or glucose tablets. And that was the end of the discussion. That was not enough. Right. What you didn't do is take the next step and find out would those work for you and if not, why, why? not and continue to have the
0: conversation. It's all part of the interactive process. And all it sound, part of the interactive process. It sounds process. like given those facts, they did not interact sufficiently through a process.
1: And that's just the accommodation claim, not the firing claim, the right. disability and retaliation claim, which – I'm sorry, but that one was a slam dunk. Yeah. I would not want to try and defend that case to a jury. Buck 69 orange juice, and you're going to fire somebody who was going into hypoglycemic shock. Doesn't yeah,
0: look good. Yeah, good call. Doesn't look good.
1: Doesn't look good. So, lessons learned. Don't forget the interactive process.
0: And let people drink orange let juice people if they drink, have orange to juice. drink orange juice. Come on. It's, a, it's an orange juice. But, so Mark... But they have
1: a policy.
0: Okay. So, great. It's a
1: policy.
0: This isn't NOM. Great. Follow your policies when it makes sense to follow your policies, right? Which is almost all of the time, but... Every situation can have a circumstance. I mean, I'm not maybe not your EEO policy, but like, but like, but is bright line rules like these could have exceptions? And following the law does trumps following your policy. And is it sometimes a reasonable
1: accommodation to show some flexibility in your policy? Absolutely, right? Sorry, flexibility was the word I was
0: trying to think of, and it's late on a Friday afternoon.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. So be flexible,
0: folks. Yeah. Do yoga. Yeah, and don't, don't have, like, overly stupid restrictive policies. No. Thank you. Be right back
1: with a fantastic story. <music> and now we've come to that most wonderful of times on the podcast where Mark tells
0: us a user-submitted story. Mark, take it away. All right. This is a... Um story from somebody who has previously submitted a story. Aha! Uh-huh. A return a storyteller. A return storyteller. And we did not identify this individual the first time. I'm not going to do that again. But this time she has given us a name. Oh. Wasted in not Wyoming. Oh. Wasted in <laughs> Washington? No, just says just waste, wasted. Wasted in not
1: Wyoming. Oh, okay. That's the actual That's name. That's the
0: actual name. Wasted in not Wyoming. Mm-hmm. I yes. like it. And I will say... We haven't had an update on this for a while. It's been at least like seven or eight weeks since we've had a Wyoming download. Wow, so we're still we're back to like, yeah. like no Wyoming downloads. Nope. Um, you suck, Wyoming. Just totally
1: suck. All
0: right. So Wasted says. Speaking of Wyoming, did you see the guy that
1: was um, teasing the buffalo in the park? No. Yeah. Local Oregonian. Okay. Was arrested a few weeks back because he was teasing a bison, is the proper term, in Yellowstone Park in Wyoming. It was all caught on video. They arrested him and teasing it how? He was like, one, drunk as a monkey. I mean, he was just trashed, wasted. In Wyoming. And he got out of his car and there's like this bison standing by the road and he gets in front of it and he's dancing around trying to get it to charge at him. And the park rangers came and took him away. I totally missed that. Video all over the YouTubes. And anyway, today he um, pled guilty, which, you know, has been going on a lot this week. But yeah. he pleaded guilty. and But the best part is he apologized to the bison.
0: Oh, in so,
1: person? No, he allowed the park authorities to relay the Apollo. Okay. <laughs> he, he's banned from that park and several others. Okay. For life.
0: For life. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry to interrupt, but it was too good. No, to no, that is uh, that is a story about being wasted in Wyoming. Yeah. It's and so wasted in not Wyoming um, tells us that she had just returned. I just returned from vacation and was sending out reminders for our intern program when I noticed that one of the intern's emails had been disabled. Uh-oh. Thinking it was odd or possibly a mistake, I followed up in our HR system and confirmed that they were indeed terminated for misconduct. Ooh. I asked a peer if they knew what had happened, and they shared the following. The tale begins at our employee picnic. As do so many. As do so many. And We haven't really done, it's summertime it is that time. Oh, it is. You know, Labor Day is coming up. Labor Day is coming up. And we we, we kind of, I feel like we like went crazy on the Christmas and holiday stories. And we, yeah. I'm sure we will again this Actually, winter. Actually, this
1: episode will probably come out
0: the Tuesday after Labor Day. Yes. Um, but send us your summer picnic stories oh, too. Like we yeah. haven't done too many of those. Like, it's, it's all a holiday here, party, but not the summer picnic.
1: As you listen to this, a certain number of you are still hung over from the company Labor Day Picnic. Some some bad stuff went down, and while it's still fresh in your memory, type it out. Send it to stories at hwepodcast.com. We'll read it on the air.
0: Okay. So this tale, our tale, begins at the employee picnic. The day consisting of a softball tournament, lawn games, and a live band to close out the event. Alcohol was indeed available for employees 21+. plus. Indeed. Indeed, I'm just. It's. It's. I like. I like. I like the storytelling. Adding
1: color commentary.
0: Coincidentally, I had left this event early since I knew my personal limit for alcohol consumption. This intern was not so lucky. Apparently, he decided to join the band on stage, singing and dancing, grabbing his crotch, swearing, and flipping other attendees off. He was re- once he was removed from the stage. It was determined that he would be I- that sorry that it would be irresponsible to allow him to drive home. Good call. And after much expletive-filled back and forth, he finally handed over his keys to a friend. The third-party event security wasn't a hundred percent convinced that the employee would allow his friend to drive, and decided to follow him. When sure enough, they witnessed him attempting to enter his vehicle. They intervened, providing him with another opportunity to sober up and find a ride home. I wish the story ended here. But it doesn't. But there was some additional expletive filled back and forth, and security gave him one last chance before they called the local police. The police were called. <laughs> and the intern's mother ended up driving him oh, home. Oh, no. In all seriousness, drinking and driving is no joke, and I'm glad the necessary a joke, intervention occurred. Keep up the good work Thank from you. Wasted in not Wyoming.
1: Thank you, Wasted. That was a great story. I, I wonder, you know, alcohol was available for those 21 and over, but the intern's mom had to come get him. So it kind of begs the question of was he 21 and over?
0: Well, or it may have been that that was the easiest person to contact might, if he wasn't capable of driving. Who knows? Who knows? But
1: I, you know, when somebody gets drunk and asses out, it does beg the question of whether they are of legal age. Right. But. Always a question. At least he didn't bite anybody. There's always an at least. Did you get that reference? At least he didn't bite somebody. We, meaning a former employer of both you and I had a summer intern who got drunk and bit somebody. I think that was before I got there. I think I heard stories about it, but I never really got a full story. I'll tell you. I'll tell you after we uh, get off the air. Yeah, okay. Or we'll save that, and I'll make it into a listener-submitted story and pretend it didn't come from me. Yeah, I like How about that?
0: Now that you've told everybody.
1: Now that I've told... Oh, crap. We'll edit that out. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing on iTunes. You know what would be just a wonderful thing? If you think we are awesome, go on Facebook, go on social media, post about us and tell, like, all your friends how awesome we are. And if you think we suck, and I know, like, a substantial number of you out there just think we're god-awful, and I'm kind of surprised you've made it this far. But go on social media and post about why you think we suck, but at least, like, throw a link to the podcast in there. Oh, absolutely. While you do. yeah. I I did
0: notice on iTunes... I may have said this already. I don't remember. I'm not on the podcast. We have like 150 five star reviews. Yeah. we do have three one star reviews. Yeah, we. I want to hear, but from no those one people. star. Well, there were three one star ratings, but no actual but there's reviews. Nobody, nobody those says individuals like, individuals didn't say why yeah, we suck."
1: That that that's a, that doesn't help. If you think we suck, you <laughs> got to give us some detail. I mean, I can't like you know improve if I don't know why you think we suck. Yeah, but to the 150 of you that gave us five stars, man, thanks. We appreciate that's awesome. that. We do appreciate. Well, it. well, well, you know, 150 to three. I think that's a pretty good track record.
0: Yeah, I'd say we're doing fine, especially since like after the first ten, we weren't paying people to do it. Right. And I only. And we didn't actually pay. Nothing. I only account for
1: like four or five. Of I those think five I'm like one or two reviews. of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, but we were. We were. You know. It's it's like throwing out chum when you're fishing. You know, it's, you put out a little fish comb. So, yeah, do that for us. We appreciate it. Um, if you're feeling really generous, go to Patreon and you can listen to our Patreon only episodes. There's five of them, soon to be six. They're fantastic. They're full of all of the, you know, secrets and profanity and really sensitive topics that we don't let the casual listener into.
0: Right. Um, that's, actually, that's all untrue. I actually do have one I want to call out here. Yeah. Our last iTunes review. It's been sitting there since the ninth. So it's, oh, okay. it, as we record this, it's been like three weeks since we've yeah. had a review. So read like, it. Guys, come on. It's a five star review. Thank you. By Barkley Yummy. <laughs> not his real name. Titled Rapport.
1: Rapport is that like parkour? Is that like some French? Rapport, thing? no, like oh, rapport. rapport, like, like okay. I think it's like indicating that we rapport. have
0: rapport. No, no, rapport, not report. Okay, rapport. Like, like you we and I have, have rapport. rapport. Oh, yeah, that's okay. that's the word. That's the title of it. And then the text says only D. That's all it says. <laughs> Which could mean that it got set. It got cut off. <laughs> it could mean I got cut off and they were trying to say that only Dennis does something. Only that noticed, Dennis but, sucks, but it could Mark's be, actually pretty but good. But only D. Has good reports. Like, and you're a poor of one, apparently.
1: Or maybe he's a millennial. Because you know what millennials mean when they say D?
0: No. no. What is that? You're not aware of that? You're I'm almost not, a millennial. No, I'm not.
1: You're closer to me I'm younger than, than you. Than
0: I'm just not as old as you, but it doesn't make me a millennial.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll tell you off air. Our millennial <laughs> listeners totally know what I'm talking about. Now you'll there.
0: probably tell me. I'll be like, oh, duh, but I, 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 I don't what know. What
1: four-letter word starts with D?
0: Drug? <laughs> Forget it.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening. Dick? This was a G-rated podcast until just now.
0: Well, you asked me.
1: But yes. Dung? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what sound a really crappy bell makes? <laughs> Dung. Dung nah. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, once we descend into dad jokes, I think it's time to sign off. So, thanks for listening. Support us any way you can, and we'll be back with a new episode in about a week, maybe even less. About a week. About a week. It's almost always exactly a week, except it won't be because of the Labor Day thing. Uh, so we'll be back with the new well, episode. Well, no, but by the time they no, but
0: this, this episode's going to air after Labor Day anyway.
1: Right, but that means the it'll next episode will be less episode. than a week. So it'll be
0: less than a week. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm tired.
1: Bye, folks. Don't tired, drive most, drunk.
0: Mostly tired of you.
1: Yeah. Bye. If I'd known I was going to have to put up with a bunch of screaming brats pissing on my lap for thirty days out of the year. I would have killed myself a long time ago.
0: Come to think of it, I still might.